This is Spill the Sauce Podcast with Sam Hastings with Sam Sauce and Radi from Fire. Let's keep spilling that good stuff. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. This is Spill the Sauce Podcast with Radi from Fire and my co-host here, Sam. Sam from Sam Sauce. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we are back with another episode of this podcast. What the hell do we do, Sam? Um, Dude, it's been a wild weekend. I mean, Super Bowls come and went. Oh, man, the Super Bowl. The Eagles lost. It was such a tight game, dude. The entire time, they were like neck to neck. It was so close the entire time. I was the edge of my seat, and I had faith until the very end. That's all you got to do. I mean, that's all you can really ask for at the end of the day is a good game. I mean, because even if your team is just straight smashing, it's like, okay, cool. But then it's like, all right, well, we're going to go start fucking around doing other things. But no, it was pretty solid. I know myself, I was fairly in the middle. Um, I know it's like Hannah's oldest sister's boyfriend is like Kansas City dude. You know, Mark Hot Sauce guides Kansas. But then I got my boy Roddy in Philly, a couple other dudes in Philly. So I'm just like, I, I'm cool with anything, but yeah, honestly, I just wanted a good game, and it was. Dude, just look at us having a podcast right now. I'm like, uh, do you remember how our first live stream ever, when we like first met on Instagram, that you hit me up or something, and then we started talking, and I was like, hey, do you want to have like a live stream and just talk about whatever? And you're like, yeah. Um, do you remember how how that happened? When we uh, when it wasn't like live instagram feed it was just like a private kind of live chat no no this one was like a live in on instagram like for everybody to see like an evening one yeah all i know is if if it's what i remember i was probably downstairs in front of like my amplifier you were you were i made this huge (laughs) setup to make it look awesome and then um, it was so unrealistic because i think i did a couple other videos down there and then i'm like you know what this is just too much but um but yeah dude it I imagine it went long. It went pretty organic and uh, super fun and informative. It was super fun. And like your set looked looked awesome. Like, you know, yeah, you bring your basement, I think, and you had like the amps and stuff. It, it looked like a set for a film or something. It was amazing. I loved it. <laughs> and you had the sunglasses on even though you were inside of the house. Did I? <laughs> I think you did. <laughs> I mean, I don't deny that, especially if I had like a bandana and everything too. I know I do all these winter markets. And then uh, everyone's just like looking at the bottle. There's like, wow, you do kind of look like him. You should wear your sunglasses and a bandana. And I'm like, normally I do. And people look at me like a fucking weirdo inside. But, uh, dude, I'm, I'm a sunglass guy, man. I love that. Tell me a little bit more about that. Because your your branding is very much like you. You, you have your face in your bottle. Um, and but but tell me about this like psychedelic inspiration. Like, where does that come from? Like, where does the saucy design comes from? Dude, it's kind of wild. So a little bit about me just being like a little kid. It was metal, heavy metal, fast, heavy, like thrash, black and death metal, gore, grind. And then it was just like a couple years ago, maybe like maybe five years ago, I started getting like sludgy. I started getting like doomy and just slowing down a little bit. Then I started collecting fuzz pedals. Um, And then it was hilarious because it was just like this immediate pivot instead of just the fastest, most like my wife, Hannah, would call like an anxiety ensuing music to just more like mellow, honestly, to kind of benefit her. Because I'm like, I want to still listen to heavy metal, 
but not just that fast, you know, the red at that, um, that tech death, which is kind of what we love. Yeah. Then I got really into like doom psychedelic metal, um, like desert rock. And then that was right when this brand started going, when I uh, started developing Sam's house and uh, the whole Sam house thing kind of came apart. It's kind of like an ode to like, you know, tip the hat to like Epic Mealtime. A lot of people don't really remember that, but they used to always get sauce. I don't remember. Oh, they'd do those epic, huge YouTube meals where they'd get like 14 pounds of bacon and they'd always get that Jack Dagnall sauce. Mm. And every, I mean, it would just be super raspy. So my buddy's just like, what up, Sam Sauce? He would say this. And this is like, I don't know, like 15 years ago. I mean, he'd always just be ripping the Sam Sauce. And I didn't think anything of it. And then I started developing this brand. And then I met an artist called Steven Yoyada um, on Instagram. He does all my artwork. He lives in Indonesia. He does artwork for like psychedelic doom, desert rock bands all over the world. Huge names. And then I just approached him like, hey, do you want to do some art for me? He's like, yeah. And I kind of gave him like a couple pictures. And I'm like, I don't know, whatever you want to do. He's like, I got you. You had a couple sketches and it just came out killer. I chose the colors. And yeah, dude, it's me on a bottle, man. It looks like I'm like summoning like the spice, like a chili pepper, the bandana, my glasses, the beard, an apron, um, pretty wild, like psychedelic artwork for like the logo as well, too, even though that's like a double edged sword because it's hard for people to kind of they, it gets tricky. It gets difficult. But I guess I'm a difficult guy, too, man. But honestly, this is something cool like nobody knows about that's listening to this. I actually have another logo um, that I had made prior to this that nobody has seen. I'm thinking at some point I should probably re I should probably release a, uh, a sauce with that because it's totally different. But it's pretty fucking cool, too. Nice, dude. I need to see that. <laughs> it's kind of like the same similar stuff thing that I, I asked steven to do but imagine like you know instead of a dude in indonesia um like you know a dude in europe so it's like his his what he could kind of put together um so it's kind of the same thing done by two complete artists and they are totally different but like i said i, I should bring that back out sometime it's pretty wild gotcha gotcha that's yeah, awesome what about you dude i mean i see like your if people aren't familiar with your labels they're clean they're extremely clean they're what you want to just grab off the shelf you don't have to second guess it. you don't have to look through like what the hell is that i mean they just read so clean was that a was that like a choice right from the get-go it was kind of a choice but an accidental choice at the same time i when i first started in like designing hot sauce and like well creating hot sauce and then like trying to figure out what to do, what to do for the labels i wanted the crazy artwork i wanted to like you know i'm a metalhead too and i i in a way i wanted to have like crazy like metal inspired kind of like labels but then i started on a very tight budget and i didn't want to like pay someone to make me something if i didn't know where i was going to go with the brand and stuff so i designed my own label and i'm not the best designer i don't claim to be a designer so i just went like the the easiest way that i could create a label really quickly that i felt like was nice enough for for me to have on a, on a bottle and that was a sweet summer heat one and it was just green background with the letters on it very clear you know for you to read and stuff and then somebody commented on on, on one of my posts and was like oh i love that i can read the label like it's so clean and i was like oh yeah 
that was totally on purpose. <laughs> but it was, you know, it was a complete accident. It's just that I was not a designer. Um, and then I went that same route for all of the labels and I just kind of like stuck to that. And now I, I actually enjoy and, and take pride in the fact that like my labels are very easily distinguished because you can read them from afar. Yeah. Like I love it when I'm at a market or like a pop-up and somebody's walking across the room and they come and go from across the room and go like, what's purple flame? Is this the, the one they always like look at? And I'm like, oh, it's my blueberry hot sauce. And they're like, oh, what? And then they try it and stuff. Um, but yeah, now I, I'm, I'm kind of like, I own, I mean, you know, I take ownership of the, the little like clean way of the, the branding and I kind of want to stick to it. Although I would love to release some like limited edition sauce that is just like completely metal inspired with my artwork and all of that and stuff that'd be pretty cool god yeah i know it's i mean if anybody's listening if 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 you're trying to figure out well what the ins and outs the do's the don'ts i mean for proper marketing imaging i mean look at your bottles that's it's clean dude that's what anyone in the marketing sense is going to say you got to be able to read it off the shelves for the, <laughs> for those listening who want to start a brand and like are trying to figure out like what what kind of like way to lean with the branding just let it be whatever you are just let yeah. it, let your branding like represent who you are because like in the end your brand is yourself in a way so you kind of just have to always represent your your own brand and and you want to like those two things to align in a way for people to know who they're like you know dealing with and stuff i don't know does that, make, does that make any sense <laughs> it should show some personality to some degree because i mean people can see yours and i wouldn't look at those and be like all right that guy's kind of a, a tight tight buttoned up dude um i mean it, it has a little edge to it but it just still reads so clean and simple it's nice dude uh, i think mine it, it's more of like it never was meant to be that uh that conversation piece it mm -hmm. kind of became that way so it works both i mean i try to enter like my logo in like um like logo art categories and competitions for like label design and they go oh it's kind of neat but all the reviews are like it's pretty loud it's pretty noisy there's a lot going on and i'm just like okay shit. so <laughs> it's it definitely it's awesome for me i love it but um i guess for the outsider looking in unless it's going to be at like some like hippie thrift like you know like record store mm -hmm. i mean if this is going to be at like a little mon pa uh market next to jams and honeys this thing's going to look weird and super out of place mm -hmm. the only way the way that i went with like my a little bit to show my personality was with the names of the sauces like um they're not too crazy but what the fuego for example nobody knows this the actual name that i wanted to go with and i have a label of it i'll probably post it on the instagram for you to see um which by the way follow us on on instagram at spill the sauce podcast uh but yeah so the name of what the fuego was actually supposed to be what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> like with several u's and i made a label and everything and i was going to print it and then I was like, oh man, like I should just like name it something else because I remember my wife Monica telling me not to curse. I think like my kids were in the kitchen as I was like making the sauce, and I was like, ooh, it's just what the fuck, fuego. So then I ended up with that name, and I was like, that's that kind of works because it's still you know like people get what I'm trying to say, yeah. but it's fuego. So and then purple flame, the font in it is a little like metally. If you like look what? at it, kind of like death metal inspired. The the font of that um sauce in the label was designed by a friend of mine who is the guy that I, that, uh, that also made my logo the pepper their name is newton james super cool artist in philadelphia um because i'm looking at your whole lineup right now and even like 
just like purple flames summer hit but i mean the salsa roja and the salsa verde they're just so they're so impactful those names are like bam that's the salsa Dude. and it's not even just like oh, okay cool another green sauce another red sauce it just has some character and then like la muerte is just kind of just like la muerte, okay. you know, la muerte, la muerte is, has is, has a, a little bit of like an elegant side to it in a way yeah. And then like Mama Juana, like I do, I love that, that logo, that style, everything. That's, that's cool. That's super eye catching. I imagine that's like, that's like a unique offering for you guys. So it's like, you know, it's, it's your collaboration sauce with Pekin. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's, it, it, it needed a new, a new label style. It just wasn't just going to be like your standard setup. Yeah. That was very different. Although like it still kind of remained very clean. It's a, it's a lot busier than the rest of my labels, but it's still like quite clean and like neat in a way. Mm -hmm. um, and the information can be easily read on it. But uh, yeah, we went with a little. So the first we redesigned the label. We had the first design that we had had a, a crazy grammatical error, actually, that I don't know if like anyone caught it. Was, instead of like saying 27th February of February, it was like February. <laughs> so on Moana? Yeah. And we you. had like 500 of those bottles made. And then like after like they were all labeled, I was like, oh, this is wrong. <laughs> we just like <laughs> let it rip just like that. So there's a bunch of bottles out there that actually has the 27th February, February thing um, on Dude, it. Dude, that's, people can't teach that shit. Like you have no idea how many times people are, oh, oh, that's stupid. How did you do that? Dude, we, we, we get the specs, we get the labels, we get the proofs, and we will look through these over and mm -hmm. over and where it's just, Dude, I've I've had labels printed full transparency without like the ounce on it, like the volume. I mean, it has it in like the like the nutritional side, but not next to the label. And I'm just like, what kind of huge oops is that? I'm just like, holy shit! Like mm -hmm. I didn't even didn't even catch that. Or you know, other errors like that where you swear everything's perfect, and you're just like, dude, like where was my head at? It's it's almost probably you looked over it too much. But it's like proofing over menus and all that stuff, too. I mean, it happens. But, I mean, hopefully one day we'll get it where someone else is in charge of that shit. So when there's an error, then we have someone to yell at rather than <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> I, I, you know, I need to, like, do some rebranding for the summer now because, like, my current branding and the website and everything looks, it's, it was very holiday inspired. And now I need to, like, do some upgrading to that. And I might do it again with my buddy Camilo from Pekin. And the artist we hired actually to do that one, her name is Olena, and she is a Russian artist, I believe. Very cool artist. She has amazing artwork. Dude, those, I mean, I, I love that you did that artwork for the holiday stuff, but I don't think it necessarily speaks any season whatsoever. I love it. I love, like, it's a painted, it looks almost like it's not painted. Somebody took a picture and threw a filter on it. It looks super clean. I love it. I think it looks killer. I don't think it, I mean, at least it doesn't speak to me as like, you know, more of a holiday rather than spring. Um, but you know, I get it. I mean, you might want to like take some new photos or something. What are you thinking? Actually change up the whole like art style of it, like the whole painted feel for your website directory. Uh, yeah, I'll probably actually, cause I'm, uh, trying to get better. I do my own product photography too. 
um, I'm practicing a lot. If you know, you know, I have uh, my personal Instagram. I'm, I po I'm posting like more stuff that is just like more like camera oriented and photo related, um, with more like specs and stuff, and just like trying to get better at that craft because I'm trying to get back into photography more. So I might actually just do like more product photography myself and just have like actual photos of my sauces. Yeah, because if with your options where it's like you go on your website, it shows all the sauces like that. I think that's awesome. Personally, I wouldn't change that shit up. But then I guess like you're independent, you know, Purple Flame. I mean, your photography is gorgeous. just like the actual photo shoot. Yeah, I mean, I think that'd be killer, too. And give you a chance to flex. I mean, you're a talented dude, musician, artsy photographer, video. What? Albuquerque oh, got a lot of cool things coming on. <laughs> I'm Dude, what are we doing at Albuquerque? We have to Dude, do it in a very special first, episode. I want to be your first customer for a little, uh, a little, um, mm, little, like a little commercial review for on like a little YouTube or a little, little real rip on Instagram. I think we should also do some fun, um, little couple minute, couple moment sessions with some makers just walking by hey you got a couple of minutes hit them with like a hot topic question and then it'd be cool to like edit all those together so viewers can listen to one episode and just hear you know tons of just little like oh shit that's my guy dude, you know I totally dude oh that that's gonna happen i'm gonna bring my camera we're in we're gonna film it i'll i'll bring a microphone so you can record audio and speak into them and like be like hey you know you're gonna interview these makers I'll be behind the camera and we're going to film a special episode out in New Mexico with all of your favorite hot sauce makers, everybody. It's going to be great. And then we're just going to uh, jokes on them. It's just going to be us reviewing ourselves. Um, but we're just going to have like different costumes on. It's <laughs> <laughs> just going to be like, hey, so what do you think of this? And I like, you know, <laughs> never mind. I'm going to um, pretend yeah. to be Vic Klinko and just have this like huge goatee like, oh, yeah, I'm the guy with the biggest hot sauce collection in the world. Yeah. Uh, I'll be like eating. Uh, I don't know, like little baby jalapenos and be like, oh, they're Carolina Reapers. I eat 12 of these a day. I'm at Curry. Because, <laughs> yeah, we could do with the makers little quick glimpses or hell, it'd be even funny to, um, you know, live interactions for people maybe trying some of our sauces, yep. um, something like that, you know, just regular old people's. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like, uh, I want to get as much like footage as possible out there too. You know, people yeah. reviewing the sauce and, and just like, the experiences and and with other people and and makers and just the hangouts and like everything. I wanna, it, it's gonna be a cool trip. Uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun. It's gonna be like a tiring trip, honestly. Like it's it sounds like fun, but for me, for example, the drive out there is two thousand miles. We're, we're driving like thirty one hours, I think it is. Um, and I'm trying to do that in two days. All I know is I'm I keep looking at the calendar and the way my mind works, it's easier to think like. Uh, Wednesday will be the 15th and two weeks after that I'm on the road and I still need to do for me for me I'm already at two week mark because I'm leaving on the 27th yeah because I need to I mean like I don't know this episode's kind of getting all over I mean what kind of sauce production do you plan on um putting out before the big show do you need to stack up on any varieties I definitely do need to. I don't have any What the Fuego right now, for example. And What Oof. the Fuego is a very popular one. I oh, am yeah. planning on bringing a lot of my salsa roja and salsa verde um, because yeah. 
they're award-winning this year and i'm very proud of those so i feel like they're gonna do it better this year in new mexico especially with my scoby from salsa verde which by the way we both have scoby awards sam here won the first play in the verde category i won second place in the verde category and then our friend scott from lucky dog won the third place and we actually have a giveaway on instagram right now active if you guys are listening you can still participate until the 24th of february um we are giving away all, all three sauces of the in verde category, Sam Smokey J, My Salsa Verde, and Lucky Dogs, uh, Dia del Perro, I believe. Dude, um, it's going to be a slick setup because we're right next to each other. We're also, I got um, Hogogi right next to me, Sauce Leopard next to him. You got the Pickle Boys next to you. I mean, we got, we're a pretty good sack. We're right in the main aisle walking in to the end by the stage. So, I mean, we're going to stick out, I imagine, fairly well. Um, it's, it's a lot. I know you have to do those sauces. I am pretty much out of hot hand banana ram. And that's the one we released for our wedding. People are loving that. That's like the new favorite. And it's like, dude, I got four bottles left. Shit. Um, so let's just say I got like uh, like a ton of banana ready to rock. And then I'm also pressured to do I pump out one drop? I don't know, man. Time's ticking. The whole bottle setback order I had put me back like three weeks in the one time frame that was completely geared for production. Like I was like, dude, I can get so much done now. And then I could still, but it's a mental thing. It it hurts. It uh it messes you up a little bit. I have two things to say. One, I think you should definitely make a, a small batch of one drop. People are going to want it. The I, people the need it. I'm going to do a small batch then. I just got to get a gas mask out because that shit's brutal. <laughs> the people need it, Sammy. People need to burn. People like the burners. Honestly, I'm trying in the next two weeks to actually make a chocolate reaper version of La Muerte because I have a bunch of chocolate reapers that I got from our buddy, Bill. Oh, Bill Nye, the science guy. That guy. So... Okay, we should talk off air about this. If you need any assistance, I may have something you may like as well. Because, because uh, I mean, yeah, people they like the heat. I think you you put out some um some like general kind of all purpose labels for like some one off stuff you did. I think that'll be clean. Just pump something out, hype it up. If it has some big heat, I mean, I guess both of us we're in the same regard. We're not just making shit that burns your asshole. We're we don't. And and then people, if you're unfamiliar with the Fiery Food Show or those big hot sauce expos, I mean, you get these big old muscle. Day. I mean, people are coming up just flexing. Like, What's the hottest you got? And I hate to be honest, but I'm just like, buddy, it's not going to be for me. I mean, if you just want pain and you want to show off, go to the next guy. Like, hopefully I have something that you really enjoy. So people like heat, but we go flavor, man. First and foremost, there's no reason to just go hot um that's not why i'm in this yeah i also like focus on the flavor aspect of things first like i i i like the heat and i enjoy the heat i'm, I'm starting to even enjoy like hotter things than before but it's not the main goal of my product i, I want to offer flavor first i want you to like have a good experience and enhance your food rather than just like you know ruin it and, and just burn for no reason so you're not going to get that from me or it, it almost turns more into like the gimmick where if you have one of our bottles of hot sauce, I hope you don't have it hanging around for like a year 
for years because i mean shit to be honest with you guys i have a bottle of like one million scoville extract hot sauce super gimmicky labeled and everything i probably have had this for 20 years and it's unopened what? and i just i have no interest in even opening it i just i don't even care it just looks like an elixir like oily and i'm it's kind of funny looking but i'm like dude i probably had this for so long kind of as a joke gift someone got me and I have no interest in it whatsoever. Not for me. <laughs> you know, I have a bottle of the bomb in my kitchen, in my uh, production kitchen. Uh, and I, I don't even try it. I, I can't stand it. Just the smell of it. I, I don't get why people like it. I don't even it, know if people actually like the bomb. It's one of those like, stupid consoles that are like so gimmicky. I think people like it to say they like it so everyone else will question it's like oh my god i can't believe you like that so then they get off on it a little bit but i want someone to be like oh dude that mama juana's is the shit or pini de nada it's like fuck yeah why because you can use this i hope every single day uh, i don't know about you but i know myself i use my products every single day that's why i make them i don't necessarily want to make something that's like well once in a blue moon it's like no i want these to be all purpose every day line them out enjoy them not like a well you know my neighbor's coming over and you know he pissed me off i'm gonna play a prank on him that does nothing for me whatsoever yeah bunch of meanies out there we're nice guys i mean you know you gotta come out to albuquerque meet us come out to joliet in july um in illinois you can meet us too i don't know is there anything else you're kind of looking forward to everything i want to do everything this year I, honestly what i'm looking forward to the most is for busy season i'm bored and just like annoyed of the fact that like i'm just like oh like everything is so slow i i want events to come back and i want summer to be back and i want like the heat and just like the rush of things and like the production to always be happening and and running from one place to the other um so being in mexico is going to be really cool because i'm going to get some of that rush and adrenaline of that event because it gets quite wild saturday dude friday is a little slow because you hit you have like the wholesale and like distributors and, re and whatever blah 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 and retailers um and then friday night some people do come out but it's not crazy saturday though last year was bananas man from the very start before we even opened the doors as we as we were walking into the event there was a line all the way down the hall of the resort it was insane so i'm expecting that same kind of rush this year and then there's sunday sunday's a little slower and sad because like everybody's leaving I i'm glad you brought that up too because i know i need it i know summer's done holiday markets are good i'm laying dead right now buddy um i'm waiting for march i need a boost of like, entertain i need excitement i need a little adrenaline i need something to get my ass in gear because just sitting around putzing on online instagram trying to boost uh follows uh make content that's i mean it's just dragging it's not it's not what i need i need like excitement i need people interaction march is going to be awesome albuquerque and I also have a tattoo convention in Chicago the third weekend in March. April, I really ain't got shit. Um, hopefully, we'll, uh, the wife and I will do a fun little spring break trip for her spring break. And then it's like May. That's what I'm kind of looking forward to. May is kind of like, okay, we can start doing things again. Because I need to get that momentum going, man. I need to uh, light that fire 
um, straight up under my ass. And um, yeah, get this party started, man. All of my excitement is going to start right after New Mexico, though. I'm coming back from New Mexico and farmer market season starts for me. And then I have events in April. I have festivals in May, I believe, starting. And then June's right around the corner. And then I, I oh, Jesus, I have so many events already booked for the rest of the year. I'm planning like up to like the fall already of this year and have like most events like booked until September right now. I know. I know it's like for you pros and cons. I mean, like a bigger city, bigger expenses, but also like, you know, you get better opportunities for me where I am. Opportunities are pretty limited. I know I need to travel a bit. I try not to travel too far. Um, the wife's a school teacher. The only time I really get to see her is on weekends and every time events weekends so i try not to just like bail and leave her with the dog but i'm also going to be looking at maybe like a couple events in kansas um just follow around because i can't just stick around and do a little like farmer's market stuff like i want to do events i want to get out there people need to see the south and I, I mean hell i need to get out to see you one of these days buddy get a get some philadelphia love in the system yeah you gotta come come eat some cheese steaks with me man some hoagies Dude, I'm gonna get, get so hokeyed up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> we need some Wawa. You need to. We need to go on a Wawa run. Dude, I'm gonna go to Wawa and I'm just gonna fucking go crazy with it. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna try to get banned from the Wawa. No, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get me banned too for bringing you. Don't do that. I love Wawa. You, you get eight six from the Wawa. Oh God. Oh, dude. I mean, killer, dude. I know for like the big hot sauce specific shows, I mean, I feel like we're kind of doing them. Um, like the Steve Seabury ones are good, like Zest Fest in Texas, stuff like that. That really doesn't interest are me. You, deal. Are you trying to go to Zest Fest this year? I don't think so, man. That's um, it's it's a straight shot. I mean, it's another huge trick. What's it in September? Yeah, I think September. It used to be like in the summer, um, someone was saying, and then they changed the dates. And then the last time the attendance was down because they changed the dates and they changed the venue. So I just think that needs like get a hard reset to try to figure out like what the hell is going on because they're just losing that momentum. It doesn't mm -hmm. feel like there's much entertainment aspect to it. It's just kind of like, you know, very old school. Hey, it's like a vendor craft show, but hot sauce specific. Where, like the Steve Seabury ones. I mean, it's it's entertainment, man. I mean, it's Dude. it's live. If you want to actually come over to the East Coast and come to PA, there is this one event here in Pennsylvania, about two hours north of Philadelphia in Bowers, Pennsylvania. They it's the Bowers Chili Festival. Dude, it was so crazy last year. It was such a good event. It was way better than New Mexico for me. And the spicy the chili, time of year, um, right around September, August. I think it's in August. No, September. It's in September because that's the the that's the weekend before my my studio was broken into. Oh, fuck. so it was right in September. Um, People posted on that, please, because. I think why not? Um, why not try Dude, to and so many other out. vendors come? Angry Goat, the spicy shark was there, um, Hotheads was there, Pickle Monster was there, I was there. Uh, a uh, lot of local, I imagine, but also yeah, high spice was there. Um, there was a bunch of like oh uh, the angry Irishman or whatever his, you know, the people who were like next to us. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Like a day or there were so many hot sauce vendors there. 
it is such a cool event. It isn't like this huge park. It's an outdoor event the whole time. Um, right. It feels like a freaking outdoor festival just like under the trees and there's like food and people just buying and drinking and, and getting hot sauce and stuff. It's just amazing. It was such a good event. Um, it's a two-day event, fr uh, Friday and Saturday, I believe. Um, Dude, killer. Keep me yeah. posting on that. Let's Let's keep the people updated. Outside of that, are you going to try to do like the Boston or the New York or anything? I like can't that? do Boston this year. It, it's, it's, it falls in a bad weekend. I, I can't remember what I'm doing, but I know that I'm busy and I couldn't do it. And I'm like upset about it, but meh, another yeah. year that I missed that one. The New York one, I kind of want to try to do that. I don't see why not. You know, if Steve Seabury, like, you know, he's the one putting it together, right? Like, I mean, it's like for you, yeah, you're on the whole other stretch of the fucking the US. I know I'm kind of like the middle up. It, there's just all these stupid lakes to the right of me, which <laughs> get in my fucking way. Otherwise, I feel like I could just straight shot and I get to your place in like 15 hours. But instead, I have to do this huge bottom divot up. But we could talk like some cases, some specs. Like if I think I all I would need is just like what I could pack in a vehicle and go do that bars event with you. Dude, that'd be sweet, man. Why not? I need to um just get out there. I, I'm very condensed in like hometown, awesome Minnesota, obviously, Spamtown, USA. Then like Rochester, Minnesota's near. That's Mayo Clinic capital. It's so, like the best hospitals um in the world is right there. And then like Minneapolis, St. Paul. I don't do much of that stuff because there is quite a few other like hot sauce guys up there and they're doing their thing. And it's like, you know, I don't want to just start stepping on turf so to speak, but I just kind of do my own stuff. But yeah, just like, why not Philly? Why not um, all over the place outside of like the general, you know, Albuquerque is going to be great. Um, will we go to it next year? I don't know. Um, Zest Fest, cool. But is it one of those things where it's Albuquerque or Zest Fest, one or the other or both? Um, I don't know, man. It would be cool to get down to Texas to see, hang out with um, um, Rainer from Chili Mouth. Yeah, um, uh, Josue with Severe, um, whole bunch of fun down there too, man. There's a bunch of cool dudes down in Texas that we could, we could go hang out with. The thing is, like, again, like from here to New Mexico, New Mexico back here, and then going back to Texas later this year. That's it's about the same drive, isn't it? For yeah, you, right? It's insane. It's like the three days worth of driving. Texas alone, like for, for you to drive through Texas, it takes you about a day. Dude, Texas Texas. huge. That stupid state is so big. <laughs> I mean, it's hilarious because like I used to drive from Minnesota, Louisiana all the time as a kid. 16 hours straight, I could get there, no problem. And then you could bang out Iowa in four hours. Missouri, like six. And then like, you know, everything else gets a little lengthier. Dude, it no shit takes you a fucking like day to get through Texas. It's crazy. Um, when I was coming back from New Mexico last year, I I got to Texas from Alamogordo in New Mexico. I was in New Mexico crossing the border to Texas and it was like 11 in the morning maybe and I was supposed to get to Austin that night and well that same day but <laughs> it was it, it was like eight o'clock at night and I was still not like I was like five hours away from Austin and I was like fuck this I'm I'm gonna stop in the next hotel that I find <laughs> and I can just, just sleep here tonight because I was so tired. It took me an entire day to get out of Texas. It was so big in that state. So it's big. brutal. Cause I imagine for you, I don't know if it'd be easier to just like go up north more. Um, or it's just, you know, travel's gonna be travel. But yeah, Texas is huge. But 
Zestfest could be cool. I think realistically, like Portland or any stuff in like California, that's probably off limits for me for quite some time. Just because if I'm going to do something huge like that, I think, you know, Philly has more of an appeal to me personally. You know, um, <laughs> let me tell you a fun story, kind of like close up here um, about uh, Texas. When I was driving through Texas, I I was trying to make it uh, to my destination. I was trying to, to you know, I was open road. I it felt like I was alone on the highway. Texas is very plain, so I could see everything. But I went over this little hill doing like 95 miles an hour. And as soon as I went over the hill, the car, there was a, a state trooper right there that lit his lights. It was like, and I was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> so I get stopped by a state trooper and he's like, where are you going, kid? And I'm like, oh, I'm going to Philadelphia. I, I'm coming from New Mexico, blah, 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 the whole thing. And he interrogated me a bunch because I had a bunch of cases of, of Hansas in my car and stuff. And after a lengthy ass conversation, like he just let me go with a warning. So I gave him some hot sauce. I was like, hey, officer here. <laughs> And he was like, no, I can't take this. And I was like, no, it's okay. You just take the hot sauce. And he was like, oh, whatever. <laughs> so I gave a state trooper a bunch of hot sauce um, out in Texas. Great bribe, him. <laughs> <laughs> he let me go with a warning. So I gave him some hot sauce. I don't think it was a bribery. I think he was just a very nice gentleman. And it was my first offense in Texas. <laughs> Um, I remember you you told me that, and I was just like, "Dude, ain't that the luck that you would have?" Um, and that's after no. being stopped by immigration too, because coming out of New Mexico to go into Texas, you have to pass by in, a, an immigration checkup, and it was super like nerve wracking. I was like so nervous, and I'm like, "Okay, like I'm you know I am a citizen of this country, like yeah, sure, I'm here like legally." Uh, but getting stopped by immigration, I was like, um yeah you know i was like they're like where are you going and I, and I was like they were like where are you coming from and i was like philadelphia and the guy looked at me he was like that's philadelphia's to the east and i was like i mean i'm from philadelphia i was in new mexico i'm driving blah blah, blah. and he was like looking at me like uh okay and he was like what's Rightly in the back story yeah and he was like put your windows down in the back he's like what's up with the, all the boxes and i was like i was doing a hot convention in new mexico and he was like right and then his freaking dog started barking at me and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> Um, like, well, I got some good food. Well, you probably had two dozen tamales still sitting in your window. Oh my god, we had tamales. Yo, that is the craziest thing. We when that Monday when we were leaving New Mexico, Sam Hayden and I went to this place in New Mexico in Albuquerque called Sadie's. I think um, it was Sadie's. Yeah, and we had the best freaking meal. And then to go, we ordered twelve tamales. Yo, those tamales were hot. By the way, they were spicy. Dude, they those were people, so we got the red good. ones we got the red ones and those tamales were burning the crap out of me i was like just i could not handle it it was so hot i want I some more of those when we go back dude i know like hayden he'll probably listen to this he'll get a kick out of it it's just like i just had to look at him and just laugh to myself because it's like you know he's a young culinary kid i like showed him the ropes He's like entering more of the Sheffield stuff. Now I'm like, this is fantastic food. I'm like, dude, we're going to fucking crush these up. I inhale four right away. He eats like one. And I'm like, all right, like whatever, you know, I just got them for us. And I'm just destroying these like, fuck yeah, fresh food. This is amazing. We like stop at a gas station. I'm pretty sure the kid gets like a bag of pretzels and like, like a couple little like snack cakes and stuff. And I'm just like, the fuck are you doing? Like eat these. He's like, well, they're okay. I'm just like, Dude, it just blew my mind because I'm just like housing these fucking things. Dude, I, I took, I think it was like six 
I took I took six tamales in the car and I just had them on the dashboard the entire time. They were just like warming up under the sun in the little like aluminum container. And I would just like crack one open and eat it while I was driving. It was the best snack. Dude, no, I didn't need anything. I mean, obviously, if we weren't driving, you know, a little uh, a little a little sauce on it would have made it better. But shit, dude, straight up as is. That's like beat. I mean, you know, people know I love a quick trip egg roll. But holy shit, fucking fresh tamales, windowsill, like, you know, heated technology. Hell yeah. Can't beat it, man. But that was awesome, man. Yeah. Anyway, ooh, this is a fun announcement. By the way, this episode is brought to you by the Stanky Sauce. The, um, nice. the Stanky Brothers are sponsoring this uh, episode, and they have created code. Uh, I'm going to have to uh, redo Dude, yeah. that. I'm going to have to redo the whole section because I need to, like, read the code. Hey, no problem. You got to be like... By the way, this episode is brought to you by the Stanky Sauce. The Stanky Brothers have sponsored this episode and they have created the code Spill the Sauce 10 to give you 10% off their hot sauce. So go on their website right now, thestankysauce.com, um, to get your sauce and to feed adventure. Um, yeah, thank you to the Stanky guys. Sauce for sponsoring this episode. But we yeah. are... appreciate it. It's uh super awesome like their mango habanero it's a nice sweet super awesome easy especially for people that aren't just looking for a ton of heat um good sweetness um i mean you could drink them up but yeah dude hit them up thank you for doing a little sponsor good shout out to some good people yeah also sam tell the people where can they find you shit samsauce.com or you know that sam's house on instagram metal chef 88 on facebook what about you, Mr. Hurrahadi? Uh, you can find me at, at Faya.co on Instagram. Faya.co is a website. And uh, you can also follow us on Spill the Sauce Podcast at gmail.com. What, wait, wait, what? Spill the Sauce Podcast on Instagram. Or you can email us at Spill the Sauce Podcast at gmail.com. There you go. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Cheers, boys. Feed the adventure.